Jaden Rashada's first practice as the starting quarterback for Arizona State Sun Devils has come to a close today, and we're going to talk about it on this edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. A special shout-out to my everydayers who are here every day. And thank you, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. Wherever you get your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. And you can stay in touch with the content by following me on Twitter, slash X, at RichieBrads36, and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash college or enter promo code college for a free white tech hat with any purchase. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off, we promise you. It has officially begun the Jaden Rashada era. He was just named the starting quarterback for the team this week. This was his first full practice as QB1 for the team. There was some highs and there were some lows. And that's what we're here to talk about. We're going to talk about the positives first. We'll talk about the negatives after that. And then just my overall thoughts. I don't think this is going to be a very long episode because this is really going to just focus on Jaden Rashada. But, you know, that's typical famous last words. I we'll, we'll see. Like, this is obviously just going to be good conversation about what I was able to see from Rashada. I have already previously talked about kind of my expectations for him. I predicted his stats before. If you guys are interested in those, you can find them on YouTube or, like I said, wherever you get your podcasts, those episodes are out there. If you want to take a look at what I said, today's just going to be focusing on practice. So, you know, without further ado, let's go ahead and talk about the positives here. And I think the biggest positive that I took away from camp today And one of the things that just truly, truly impresses me is he feels wiser beyond his years. I have said many a times that Jaden Rashada looks like a freshman quarterback in the best way possible. That is like verbatim what I have said countless times about Rashada during the process. But there are certain aspects that when you look at Rashada's game and where he is as a quarterback, he feels like he's ahead of the curve. It doesn't feel like he's a freshman. And the biggest example that I can give you is just knowing to throw the ball away. It's such a little thing. Sorry, I just hit my microphone. It's such a little thing, but it makes a world of difference. Let me explain. When you have a guy that's willing to throw the ball away, that means that they're totally fine with living to fight another down. They're okay with understanding this play is not going to work. We're going to get it next time. Rather than the alternative of forcing footballs, you know, trying to, trying to fit tight windows, throwing in the double triple coverage, God forbid, throwing across your body or even, you know, trying to throw out of a sack and, turns into a fumble or anything like that. There are so many consequences that can come from those unscheduled plays, from those 
off script kind of plays that that's really just the word but you you can see a lot of positives right we look at guys like Patrick Mahomes who make it so easy so routine so natural to have those off script plays where he breaks the pocket where he's thrown across his body and he's he's diving out of bounds and like all those Madden animations where he's like slinging it as he's like diving towards the ground like he makes those plays and because we see Patrick Mahomes doing that on a highlight reel it's become totally normalized to us and we see that and we're like why can't my quarterback do that and it's like you need to realize that Mahomes is an outlier right and that's a pro quarterback like you want to talk about college quarterbacks like Caleb Williams can probably do it I don't really know if there's anyone else right now. Like, sure, there's upside guys like Drake May and Drew Alar and Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning eventually, but it's still so few and far between. And then you talk about a guy like Jaden Rashada, who, as a freshman, could totally fall into that trap of trying to make the big play. And when you when you talk about Rashada, you also have to talk about the upside that he has too. Somebody who has a cannon on his right arm to be able to sling that ball down the field. Somebody who has the athleticism to break out of the pocket, but also beat you with his legs. Like as a runner, as a dynamic runner, he can do both of those things to you. And when you have a young kid, a 17, 18 year old kid that comes in with these kind of gifted athletic talents, God given abilities that a lot of guys don't have, they simply do not have it. They try and rely on that a little too much. And they, think that they can get away with so many different things, you know, oh, well, you know, I got, I got a big arm. I can throw it down the field. And then they come to find out that power five competition is a lot different from the high school competition that they were playing against. Like it's just a learning curve for Jaden Rashada through camp. He's not making that many plays. Of course he's going to, he's a freshman and he's an athlete. It's exactly what I just said. He is going to make those plays, but he's not doing it routinely. And that's what impresses me. I see I see a kid here at the quarterback position with his whole career ahead of him who is already understanding that it's not about getting it all in one play. It's about it, it it's a marathon. It's not a race. One play doesn't work. That's okay. We got another play coming up. You know, that didn't work on first down. We got second, third, and fourth. You know, that didn't convert a third down. We could go for it on fourth. We didn't get it on fourth down. Okay, next drive we'll do better. Like he definitely is working in his head. Like he's he's not focusing on the big chunk highlight real play. It is incredibly impressive to me. I know a lot of people don't want to see throwaways because you could say it's a wasted down. It's still better than the alternative. What would you rather have? him throw the ball away or throw it to triple coverage or take a bad sack, throw across his body. If it works, sure, it's cool, but it's impractical and it's not something that you should be doing on a routine basis. That's where I'm impressed with him. You also see just the overall talent, I think, with him. Like, you see the big arm. You see him able to maneuver out of the pocket. But more than anything, I go right back to the maturity of Jaden of Jaden Ruchata. Like. He got to speak to the media after practice. I have like a 15-minute interview where I was holding my hands up and, oh, my God, it was killing me. But between Kenny Dillingham and Jaden Rashada having a conversation with everybody, you know, 
Kenny was really boosting this kid up. And he said, you know, the media has tried to slander this kid and you hear so many negative things about him, but what people don't see from the outside because they're trying to fit their narratives and everything is a young man that is so interested in trying to be the best that he possibly can. And he comes to work every day with a big smile on his face and Jaden comes over and, you know, he's asked the questions, you know, how do you feel? And what are, what are you looking forward to? And he's like, you know, I'm just, I'm looking forward to being the best I can possibly be. I'm trying to get better every day. Like he's saying all the right things, which is great, but he's also at, at least in practice, you know, we, we still have yet to see a game. Totally understand that. But through practice, which is what we're talking about, he's practicing what he's preaching. Like this is a guy that truly is improving. You look at him from spring ball to beginning of training camp to Wednesday, August 23rd, 10 days before the first game of the season. Eight days, excuse me, eight days. Math is hard. Eight days before the start of the season. This is a totally... I, I won't say totally different, but a, a much more improved quarterback. You can tell that he is putting in the work and he is trying to get the most out of himself and become the best player that he can possibly be. It's very impressive. And it's something that is very admirable about him. Those are probably my biggest takeaways with Jaden Rashada through training camp so far through his first practice as the full-time starter for the team. The bottom line though, is this is a kid who is very, very impressive in his demeanor and it's so unfortunate that this this perception has been spread around Rashada because of all the stuff that went on with Florida with the NIL and the false promises and whatnot that people think that Rashada is a very selfish kid and I don't think that could be any more false he has looked the part he's walked the talk he's been very impressive so far in camp and if you guys are looking for something that's impressive, then let me tell you, Bird Dogs is about as good as it gets. They make you look good. They have that stretch khaki short that's designed to fit slim through the thigh and give your legs a truly sculpted look. Even someone like me who doesn't work out regularly, I got I got good looking legs in, uh, in my Bird Dogs. I feel confident about myself. They do the same thing that Lululemon does, but they do it and they fit way better. And because they fit better than regular shorts that are stiff, with a restricting cotton, they're so much more comfortable for you. And even better, they have an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. I was at camp today. It was hot and sticky, but I still felt confident and comfortable in my bird dogs, even though I was sweating. I tell you what, guys, I just love my bird dogs to pieces. It's one of my absolute favorite products that I have had the pleasure of showing off to you guys. So go to birddogs.com slash college. Or enter the promo code Locked On College for a free white tech hat with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college or promo code locked on college for a free white tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off, we promise you. Back into our conversation, but before we get that far, wherever you are getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications because I'm giving you content for free every single day on all platforms. All right. We got to talk some negatives. And there's there's not too many, like it's not a laundry list per se, but there's definitely areas that need some improvement. And I think the biggest area is probably overall placement and touch on his passes. There were several deep balls 
that he just missed. Overthrown. There weren't too many underthrows. I know there was one that was kind of underthrown on a one-on-one, but it was definitely in the seven-on-sevens and the 11-on-11s when guys would be able to get down the field for potentially big plays. Rashada just didn't hit them on a consistent basis. And that's something that we should absolutely expect from a true freshman quarterback. Jaden Daniels was the same way. Daniels ended up becoming a very quality deep passer for the Sun Devils after some time, but his freshman year it wasn't always there. Jaden Rashada looks the same way. It's very coachable. It's very fixable. But I will tell you guys right now that heading into week one against Southern Utah, while I wouldn't put it as like a like a flashing red light massive concern, it is definitely one of the bigger concerns of his game. Is is he going to be able to consistently place the ball for his receivers? And like it goes beyond just the deep ball too. Like you got to be able to throw the intermediate routes, throw the routes to the outside of the hashes. Like it's just going to be a process of using that arm strength that we talked about, but also being able to accurately deliver the football, whether it's down the field or it's five yards in front of you. It's just a process and you know, we're getting there. It It's not going to be something that he comes in year one and dominates. And if he did, if he does, then like that is insane. But again, cross that bridge when we get to it. The other thing is, I think just overall decision-making is going to need a little bit of work. Like, I think his processing is good. I think that he's definitely a guy who is able to understand what a defense is giving him. Now, can he read a defense? Yet to be seen because he hasn't played actual game time yet. But he feel he has a good feel in the pocket. And I think that this is a confident enough quarterback that he feels he can make those decisions. And again, like I mentioned earlier, he's not looking to make really bad decisions and trying to force footballs. But when I talk about the decision-making, I also am talking about just where he's looking. Like, I want to see him go through his progressions a little more consistently. He is throwing the ball away. He's being very smart about that. But it feels like he's going to the hot route more often than not. And there, there was the start of practice. We had two plays that both would have been pick sixes. The first play was a dropped interception by D Ford. The second was a pick six reeled in by Rotorns. And they they weren't even necessarily forced balls. It was just that was the first read, and that's where the ball was going. And this is a young quarterback, so it's going to be a little bit of time to be able to get past that. But when we get to game time, and you're playing against Power 5 defenses, and you're playing against defenses like Washington and or, or not Oregon, Eh, Oregon's got a good defense. Washington and Oregon and Utah and USC. USC's fine. But point is, like, you're just going to need to be able to make better decisions. He is a very good athlete and somebody who's not consistently trying to force the unscripted plays. But in the pocket, he's got to be able to look off of his first read and be able to see the rest of the field. It's, it's not even, like, a massive, like, I, I don't look at this again with like big flashing red lights. I just hit my mic again. Big flashing red lights of like, hey man, this kid's going to throw 20 interceptions this year. I definitely don't think that. But I do believe that there's going to be times where he throws the ball away. 
as as a as a wise veteran quarterback would do. But there's also going to be times where he might just stare down his number one read. He might be waiting for Elijah Badger to get open. He might always throw the screen, even if the blocks aren't set up or anything like that. It's just a process. I can't say that enough. It's a process for Jade Rashada. It's not all going to be there. This is this is not an easy curve for guys. You know, going from high school to power five is very difficult. Factor in a new coaching staff and a new philosophy and guys that you're unfamiliar with. It's going to take some time. Bottom line, though, I feel like overall this was, uh, I I would say not overly concerning. Again, it's just going to take some time to get there. Like, there's so many good qualities here with Jaden Rashada that I'm really excited about. And, you know, we'll talk about that in just one moment. Wherever you get those podcasts, like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you can update whenever we post new content. I thank you guys for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day because this podcast is free and available on all platforms. Here are some final thoughts for you. I think I've kind of wrapped it up pretty good. But overall, I am impressed with Rashada. And I am impressed with his development from what we saw in March to what we're seeing at the end of August. This is a much improved player. And he's only going to continue to get better. Kenny Dillingham has a good track record of getting his quarterbacks to that next level. He developed Bo Nix. He developed Jordan Travis. Jaden Rashad is next. He's got all the talent and athleticism and God-given traits that you can't teach. From here, it's about getting those teachable assets to culminate together. You take all of this pure talent, right? And you add it to a formula that'll allow you to become a good player. Sky's the limit. I truly believe that with Jaden Rashada, this kid has so much upside, such a high ceiling, such a such a high potential kind of player to turn into perhaps a superstar, but certainly the starting quarterback in the face of the Sun Devils for the Kenny Dillingham era. We have we have eight days until the start of the season against Southern Utah. Rashada is confirmed the starting quarterback for week one, and then you take it week by week. This is not... This is not more than likely going to be some kind of Heisman year or all Pac-12 year. You're just looking for him to make those baby steps towards being a a quality quarterback that you can build this team around. You just want to see that from him. And I think he's showing you that. I think he is showing you that he has the capacity and the ability to be that kind of quarterback for you. Hopefully, similar to how you saw him develop from spring to August, you will see him develop from August 31st through the beginning of December. Hopefully mid-December, if we can get a bowl game, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I will be previewing the team next week for the wins and losses. I actually might do that Friday. I got to start planning out my week, and then we'll, we'll get back to that. But bottom line, when it comes to Rashada, He's showing growth. 
And I'm really excited to see where he goes from here. Now, update for you guys. There's not going to be any more practice this week that is available to me or the media in person. So this is your only real update for this week. I will be getting you guys some more content, though, as we continue to buckle up for the regular season. I'm sure uh, sometime either tomorrow or Friday, we'll be taking a look at a preview of the season. I'll be doing my wins and losses eventually. We got a lot of stuff that we're getting ready to do. So wherever you get your podcasts, hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications. It's the best Sun Devils content that you're going to find out there. I appreciate you guys tuning in as always. If you want to stay in touch with the podcast, you can follow me on Twitter slash X at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. I thank you guys for tuning in. I will see you next time. Till then, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.